welcome to Slightly Biased Sports. I am Dakota. And it's Tyler. And we're back for another episode. I believe this is 19. Something like that. 19 in, something like that. We got a lot to talk about today. It's Friday. It is Friday. Good Friday, June 25th. Not good Friday. Not good Friday. It's a good Friday. Hopefully. For everybody that's listening. Mm. I know it was for us. It wasn't bad. I've had worse Fridays. Absolutely. So, uh, we can go, we can go however you want, but we got, what we got, M- we, we got a little NBA talk, of we course. got a lot of NBA talk, a lot of NBA talk, we got some yes. NFL talk, some NFL, we got some MLB, we got a little, a little college, college baseball, baseball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and college baseball allows us to start with the hogs, which we prefer to do. So, uh, let's go ahead and, oh, right. <laughs> surprise to no one. Kevin Copps is a Golden Spikes Award finalist. What a surprise. Yeah. No, he better and he better win it too. Like it's him, Kamar Rocker, and Jack Leiter. All very good. None more deserving than Kevin Copps. No, and that's not even coming from somebody who's not just slightly, but extremely biased. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. not you know. I mean any observer of college baseball would probably lean. Kamar Rocker has a much larger resume. He's he pitched today. He pitched very well against. Uh, we'll get into that here in a little bit. <laughs> Kevin Copps better win the Golden Spikes. That's all there is to it. If he doesn't, it's fucking rigged. I mean, it's it's it's. Which you know, after today's events, fucking simple. Which after today's events, if something gets rigged in favor of Andy, it'll look bad. Mm. Again, I mean, not a good in, look for baseball today. In any other situation, I would have no argument for Jack Leiter or Kamar Rocker winning that award. If it you, wasn't for you, Kevin Copps. You spoke highly about him several times. Yeah, if it wasn't for Kevin Copps, I have no problem with either one of them. Now, like I'm I'm obviously glad Copps is in there. I think he deserves to win. It would be interesting if he wasn't to see how they decide between those two because I don't know who you pick out of the other two. But we'll never know because Kevin Copps is going to win it. Yes, Kevin Copps is going to win it. It is of no surprise to anyone in the greatest state in the U.S. of A. I don't think it's a surprise to anyone in the USA at this point. Like... Kevin Copps has rapidly towards the end of the year become a household name. The casual observer the of college baseball would yeah. watch Copps and be like, holy shit. Yeah, I mean, he, he has been, he's talked to ESPN, he's talked to, I don't know how many, other, there's no telling how many people he's talked to throughout the year, yeah, we, especially towards the end. Fingers crossed, we might have him on, you know. Well, we did have him on the other day. That's yeah. We did, he told us that he pisses excellence, so. That's right. That he, did, he told no lies. A clip from Talladega Nights. That was no, Kevin Copps. That was Kevin Copps. I mean, since we're on the topic, NC State played Vandy mm. today. The Cinderella of the College World Series so far. And they got hosed. They Not had, just in the score. They, they got hosed by the bullshit that is COVID. It's not even that is COVID. I mean, it, they had... Health so, and safety protocols. They had 13... What a fucking joke. They had 13 active players on their roster today which is less than the number of scholarships that Vanderbilt had. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a starting pitcher. Their Saturday pitcher was playing first base today. He had his batting average. There was two people in their starting lineup whose batting average was zero. Had had never taken it at bat. And that starting pitcher got the first hit today off Rocker into the corner. It amounted to nothing. But, <laughs> I mean, when they were when they took the field, I think there was two people 
in their dugout. Does anybody know what events happened? Like what the fuck happened to where this happened? So here's I, my I saw issue. no information. Here's my issue. All I saw was you're in Omaha at the College World Series, hundred percent capacity, stadium's packed. None of those fans got tested. Nope. Why the fuck are we still testing players? I couldn't fucking tell you. It makes no sense. And there was a brief moment there where they were talking about a forfeit, mm-hmm. which would have been, they have not lost in the College World Series. Nope. Your first loss. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Your first loss. Is by fucking forfeit? By forfeit, because you're unnecessarily testing people at this That's point. That's fucking horse shit. And it is, and I don't care how you want to look at the whole grander picture of COVID. It is unnecessary to test players if you're not testing the fans. It's Correct. absolutely stupid. Correct. And we are not advocators for testing the fans. No. We're advocators for fucking let them play. Because here's the thing. COVID's what? gone. It's fucking disappeared. Last year, we had no we sports beat at all. Okay. And what changed drastically between now and then? They came out with vaccinations. Yeah. But Which apparently now there's some new strand of COVID that the yeah, vaccine well, can't be. I'm not getting on oh that Oh, my again. fucking God. But the thing is, like, they came out with the vaccinations. So they opened mm-hmm. everything back up. You, You're not... Testing to see if people who come to those events have had the vaccination. So literally nothing by your standards has changed. And all of a sudden we're back to 100% capacity. Full disclosure, Dakota is spinning his phone again. And <laughs> his T-minus who knows until he drops this motherfucker. It just makes absolutely no sense. Like I don't understand. I don't if you're going to go 100% capacity, stop testing everyone. It doesn't make You're just asking for shit like this to come up. We've gone through the entire college baseball season with no problems. All the way through regionals, supers, no issues. I'm I'm interested to see what what they release on what the fuck happened. I, I'm I'll keep my eyes peeled for what the fuck went on. There I have no idea. They, I mean, there was a, one of the players tested positive, and they had several in the COVID protocols. And I'm sure, like, I mean, it looks terrible when you have 13 players in your active roster. I'm sure they don't have just a shit ton. Like, they don't have the availability. And the, I mean, I'm sure the the school's attendance is not near what Vandy's <clears throat> is. I know Vandy. No, has it's a probably lot like the Ridges community. Right, and, we I mean, in smaller school. schools, you get less less scholarships. But thirteen, like the when they when they walked out and lined up for the national anthem, it was a ridiculous scene. I saw it, and half of those were coaches. Yeah, it's it's fucking bullshit. They did get hosed. They got fucked. And what's the what really sucks is they hadn't lost yet, so they have to lose twice. I think they play Vandy again tomorrow, which they're not going to have any of those players back. And if they do get those players back because the NCAA wants to make it fair. Well, now you look stupid. Now you look real fucking stupid. Yes. Hey, we did test these guys, but we kind of didn't need to because nobody else getting tested, so we're going to let them play. But, but like we NBA and every other protocol is you have to pass two tests in 24 hours. You're going to tell me that all those people are going to pass two tests? No chance. I mean, the people that were in the protocol, the close contact, I don't even know if they're still doing contact tracing at this point. There, are, It's a Mickey Mouse operation that's going it on is. here. So... I'm interested to see more interested to see how they figure it out tomorrow it's than fucking, what comes out about today. It's absolutely chicken shit. And Vandy's probably going to win tomorrow, dude. It's the College World Series. You can't just like all right, just fucking play, dude. Just go, just fucking get out there. Vandy's going to win. The tomorrow, fuck are we doing? I'm sure Mississippi State's not going to lose twice to Texas in a row. It's going to be Mississippi State and Vandy. They better because I got money on Texas, which means I'm they're not going to beat Mississippi State twice in a row. Mississippi State hasn't lost yet. They're um, about to. I mean, I'm all for that because I don't want. I'm rooting for the non-SEC school. Oh, the SEC school. Since if it's Mississippi State and Vandy, I'm going to root for Vandy hard, which I don't want. It's to not do. going to be. It's going to be Texas. No, it's not. Yep. And that'll just bring the hype to even better once it's September 11th. I don't think I'm rooting for Texas anyway. Once it's September 11th, and we got a full capacity right here in Woopig for the football game. That's going to bring. Oh, Texas thinks they're hot shit, huh? <laughs> okay. 
Come I on down Texas there. Texas knows they're not hot shit in football. Come on down the hill and see what's going to happen, boys. I think they've they've been back enough times that they know they're fucking done in football. Well, they're on the decline. We're on the incline. Oh yeah. So we got something for that ass. Arkansas's roster is loaded. Looking pretty good. It's loaded. Uh, that's all I got on on college baseball. It's shitty. What happened to NC State? I wasn't necessarily rooting for them, only because I'm not a big like, oh, root for the guy that knocked us out. No, we lost. The no, fuck them. That happened to Baylor. Fuck your little wolf pack and that stupid little thing you do with your stupid <laughs> I mean, little hands. I don't. I don't have a problem with NC State. I do. They beat I, us. Fuck them. Well, I don't have a problem with NC State because of the way the Nebraska went. But like, I wasn't rooting for Baylor. Nah, that's true. That's true. Because now I'm kind of like low key rooting for the Suns and they beat the Lakers. So right. I don't know. I mean. Hopefully they get figured out. Hopefully get a fair shot tomorrow. Because, I mean, they threw rocker today. I'm assuming they throw lighter tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So I would like for them to have a chance, which I don't know how much of a chance you have against that guy anyway. But I'll I'll, I'll tune in until it Can we make fun of Tennessee for a bit? Fucked. Yeah, we can. Can we make fun of them? I'd rather not give them publicity. I'd like to just publicly laugh at them and shame them and just put them out in the middle of the crowd like the medieval times and just throw put, a, put their head and their hands in that little wooden thing that's on them. And just put them right there in front of everybody, and they just throw fruits at them. <laughs> and I mean hard fruits. I'm not talking some pineapples. bananas. Yeah, I'm talking pineapples. I want I want apples straight off the tree, like fresh off the tree to face. Like crab apples, yes. little hard ones? I want them to have their daddy hat on, and I want them all lined up. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait to go after Tennessee hard until their coach leaves for LSU. Which is inevitable. Because that'll happen soon. The fact that the fact that Tennessee fans think that Tennessee baseball is a more desirable program than LSU are fucking insane. It makes no sense. Like, granted. I mean, their baseball team is better you, than LSU. You got a great coach. You don't have a great program. You have what you have because of that coach. True. So, when LSU is available, that's more money. It's a bigger spotlight. It's it's. I mean, better recruiting, everything. Everything is more desirable about LSU. The colors, yeah. the fucking uniform. God, the colors. Jesus Christ, do I, I mean, hate that Tennessee shit. It's bad. He's gone, and I can't wait. And it, it would be great if he didn't go to LSU if he just left for somewhere else, but I don't know how many more schools you would go to. I mean, you want to stay in the SEC. It's similar. For it's sure. the same as football. But He's built know. his rapport up. He's going to stay in the SEC. And every all the rumors are showing LSU, so... There's still people that think he's going to come back and coach Arkansas if Van Horn leaves, and I find that hard to believe at this point, but I'm also not opposed to it. Like, I hate him right now, but if he wants to be Arkansas's coach and Van Horn's gone, I'm okay with it. It's he's just like coach. Lakers fans with LeBron. They fucking hated him, then he came over there and oh. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a thing. good coach. He's he's hateable, after, hateable after the Arkansas series just because of what he decided to say to Van Horn. But, yeah, I, I'm going to I'm gonna save my... I hate my, Gus Malzahn more than I do him. <laughs> yeah. Which is odd because we fucked Gus Malzahn initially, and then sort of. Well, I mean, he should have got that job offer. Yeah, but who got it? You're talking about uh, John L. Smith. <laughs> yeah. Well, smile. We. <laughs> this is the state of Alabama football. You fucking jackass, John Except L. Smith. It's not. You are almost up there with old Chad. Boy, we went on a terrible. No, he's. I mean, he's up there. The only difference is I didn't expect shit from John L. Smith. He, and he gave us shit. Well, so I didn't <laughs> zero expect wins. Anything from him? I expected something. From Boys, Chad could you imagine if there was a lottery, like a draft in the in college? We would have to fuck the first <laughs> overall pick. Yeah. Except they don't want. It. They want to go to Bama. We could have had fucking. What was that time frame? Like 2000, what, 15, 14? No. 12? Yeah. When we were good? So we could have had, who do you think was the best player in 2012 in college football? 
fuck, I don't Tim know. Tim Tebow? No, it was eight, head. 8 through 12, I believe. No, I was like 5. Man, my time's all fucked up. Whatever, that's off topic. But that's what we do here. <laughs> we ramble. We don't know bit. what we're talking about half the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's about all the college uh, baseball shit I want. I just wanted to make fun of Tennessee for a little bit. And we'll make this a little smooth transition here to whatever you want to hit next on the old schedule. We can stay with baseball. I got a little okay. bit here that I got to get off my chest. Well, I have a lot about the Royals I'd like to talk about. So, Well, we have a fucking greater problem than the Royals or the Cardinals because oh, okay. the league as a whole, what the fuck are we doing with this foreign substance checks? It is out of control. It's getting fucking ridiculous. They checked Max Scherzer three times yes. in the same game the other day. Yep. And at, the, at which point he threw his hat off, he threw his glove down, and he started his belt He off. started to take his pants off yes. in the middle of the fucking field. Oh, I've seen the the athletic. What is it? The A's. The A's. Yeah, he, he did it too. Took all his shit yeah. off. Like, pulled this, his pants this down. This is what you want. You want to see my dick? This shit's getting stupid, Manfred. It. They. Mickey Janice is an Orioles pitcher. His specialty. The reason he comes into the game is to throw a knuckleball, mm-hmm. which doesn't spin. Mm-hmm. The foreign substance is to enhance the spin rate. And they fucking checked him. Why in God's name would he want a sticky substance on his fingers to increase his spin rate when his specialty is a knuckleball? It's 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 making baseball so it's, much harder that, to watch. It almost seems like one of those things where, you know, when you do random drug tests and they always throw that person in there that definitely doesn't do drugs. But right. see, it's random. That's horseshit. Oh, I ran UPL for uh, my unit in the old military boys. And there were several times where... You had to pull some strings now. I don't remember if it was... I know this dude doesn't do any fucking drugs. I'm putting him in the fucking random. I don't know if it was the Blue Jays or who it was. There was somebody the other day that they went out there to check him. And upon not finding anything, they took they took his glove from him because it was too light of a color. Shut up. It was out of the regulations. So they took his glove and made him use a different one. This in the MLB? Yes. This is major league that we're talking about. This is fucking ridiculous. This sounds like shit that you try out on like the lesser leagues, like the you know the uh, the naturals and stuff. You start implementing these different rules to see how it works. This sounds like a bunch of shit that they're doing down in like AAA baseball just to see what what goes on. But they're actually doing it fucking in major. Yeah, league. but they, it, I don't know that it, it wouldn't be any better there. Like that because like if you want to say hey, we're At checking least it's not your the shit. major platform. You know what I mean? We're checking your shit before rough the draft game. final. Rough draft final. <laughs> yeah, but I mean. I, like, I get it. You can't say you're checking it before the game because then they go into the dugout mm-hmm. and get some more. But, like, at some point, you got to fucking let it go. Yeah. Like, you checking Max Scherzer three fucking times. He's been a great He's pitcher. He's just that good. For a long time. This is not new. Now, if you have somebody who's sucked and then all of a sudden just throws a wicked curveball, sure. Mm-hmm. But pe- people that are just probably going to be Hall of Famers, yeah. let's leave them the fuck alone. That's just like the fucking NFL. Anytime somebody fucking makes a big hit or, like, you know, a crazy kick back in the Pat McAfee days. Guess what happens the very next day? Random drug test. Drug test. Right. I mean, but I mean, somebody hits a home run, you go check their bat? No. I don't know. I, I I can't watch Major League Baseball to begin with. It's so boring to me. Unless it's like, you know, Otani or like a big name dudes. Well, oh, they up. checked Otani too. See, that I can watch those games. But now it's just to the point where it's like, this is fucking stupid, dude. And like, I don't even want to fucking watch this shit. It's, it really sucks because I very much enjoy baseball. It's, it's probably my favorite sport in and of itself to watch. That's sad. But no, it's not. Yeah, that's fucking pathetic. But it, it's it's embarrassing. Like it is excessively stupid. I don't know how else to explain it. Like the amount of times that they're checking these people. And baseball is, is just starting to get fun too. Like home runs going nuts. Speaking and fucking of fun now, and inspections. 
Joe Kelly, I think, Wednesday's game. Joe mm-hmm. Kelly after the game. Whatever. Who the fuck is Joe Kelly? He's the one that did the crying face afterward. He, he's pitched for the Dodgers. He's pitched for the Red Sox. He's pitched for the Cardinals. He, he, wear, he wears the glasses. He's always He got into a fight here a while back with somebody. He, is he still in baseball? Yeah. He, he huh. pitched Wednesday for the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. And when he got done after the game, he went up to the umpire and said, hey, you need to inspect these glasses. And the umpire's like, why would I inspect your glasses? He said, because they're fucking sick. <laughs> so, I mean, Joe Kelly's making light of it. That I don't know. It, it's got to fucking stop. I would say Rob Amford's got to do something, but he's a fucking idiot. He so won't he do won't, a goddamn he thing. He probably doesn't even know what's going on. No. Half the time, I don't even know what the fuck that, I'm saying. That is Rob Manfred. Yes. Shout out, Bench Warmers. It's a good well, flick. Cardinals are more dead than they were before. So. Are they? Because the Royals are more dead than the Cardinals. <laughs> I don't. Because I went and looked at y'all's record just to see what the fuck you were talking about. You're almost 500. Yeah, so they were. They had the best record in baseball, though. Mm-hmm. And they went. They went Who else had the best record? Like three weeks in. <laughs> we were like 22 games in. We were number one in the AL. It. I mean, it's it's a it is an you wanna, impressive. You want to hear about decline. the Royals? Because I got something for you here. Since you think the Cardinals are so bad, let's have a competition for who sucks more. <laughs> okay, uh, all you Royals fans out there, pop your uh, headphones out or just skip past this. One thing, one thing on the Royals, I did have a while back, and I never got to it. They had a triple play turned on them when they tried to lay down a bunt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That happened. You know how they usually say hogs gonna hog, Royals gonna royal. This is fucking pathetic. Well, the hogs gonna hog thing here. starts from. Like, we're in a good spot, and then something terrible happens. The Royals are just in a terrible <clears> spot, <throat> and terrible things continue to happen. This pains me to say. Bob Moore cannot end <sighs> up with the Royals. He could be our savior. I can't. No, I can't allow it. Okay. Uh, Royals pitching in numbers. How does a... Uh, you're going to have to break this down, what the fuck this means, because some of this, I don't know what it means. 4.08 BB slash 9. Based on balls per nine innings. Third worst in baseball. Yeah. Okay, 62% strike percentage, third worst in baseball. That's not very good. 55.9% first pick strike percentage, worst in the majors. <laughs> 1.43 whip. Walks, hits, innings pitched. Second worst in baseball. <laughs> How about 17.6 pitches thrown per IP? Worst in major league. So they get, they they leave, they have long at bats every oh, time they go out. That's what you saying. God. I mean, we knew it going in that they were This is all-time buffoonery in Kansas City. And we're not going to fucking tolerate it. Patrick Mahomes, sell your shares. Get out. Get 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 away from there. Maybe he needs to go play baseball. No, I don't want him to get hurt. Get <laughs> out. Gonna, get out. He's not going to get hurt. Well, he's got, he's got a tricky toe now. If he's, he's if he's he's he wants to toe. go in and pitch, they'll just check on him every fucking inning and a half, and he'll be fine. Mm-mm-mm. Not even Mahomes can save that franchise. <laughs> that place is a fucking dumpster fire. It is, and I don't even know what, what, what do you fucking do? Like, what is one, one thing you could do to make it better? <laughs> Mondesi you is a fucking Anthony Davis stop, of baseball. You stop making trades at the deadline and in the off season. Well, you, we do make, at least we make no, trades, but we make trades for things no, that don't make sense. You stop acquiring people is what you need to do because the <laughs> best, tank. the best you've ever been is when you were, it was a homegrown team and you yes. made a run. You brought in Ben Zobris. That's about it. Speaking but, of Ben Zobrist, I did see that. Should we go ahead and <laughs> should we go ahead and talk about Ben Zobrist and like, shift away from the suck ass that is Kansas City? There's one fucking good thing about Kansas City: two things, barbecue and the Chiefs. That's what the fuck we do. Okay. <laughs> now let's go ahead and talk about Ben Zobrist and his misfortune in life. 
I mean, you can it's Oh my god. It's an all-time worst case scenario. I laugh, but that is so fucking terrible in so many ways. I'm laughing just it's just fucking buffoonery. I mean, you, you find out that your <laughs> wife is is boinking the preacher man. Teas and peas. Teas and peas. I don't think you can I don't think he can give peace because it's going to go to the preacher, to the Lord and the preacher is the one that got him. Oh, by the way, his wife was having sex with the pastor at their church, right? I mean, who also embezzled about $10 million worth of money yeah, that, from their foundation. That part doesn't surprise me. Are you, is this a so, fucking, some, some churches, they got a racket going on. Oh, look at, church, Joel, look at Joel Osteen. The establishment of church in general is a little bit of a fucking Ponzi scheme, the, but Joel Osteen has a mansion over there. And then oh, when they yeah. have those hurricanes, like now nah, you can't come in, dude. There's yep. no water in here. I plan to keep it that way. See you later. <laughs> But no, like if there is anyone, if you are a religious person that goes to church regularly, there is no, um, maybe no one that you probably just open, like, for no reason trust more than your preacher. Right. He is supposed to be the holy one, the one, and man, I got to tell you, there's a... The one that you can go to for anything. (sighs) And apparently his wife went to him for something specific. Yeah, uh, his penis. Oh my (laughs) God, this is... Yikes. Oh, this is not good. There you, is, I would imagine that conversation was very bittersweet when you find that out because there is nothing that she can say to, to make that less fucked up. You know what's crazy? What the way the system is? You know I have kids. Oh, yeah. He'll probably end up paying child support. <laughs> yeah. You make a lot of money. You got kids. You knew you had kids. You knew they're expensive. Until the judge sees the fine details in... Uh, Description C of what the fuck happened and says, oh, my God. You know I, what? I wish they would televise that divorce hearing. Dude, that is one of the most terrible, misfortunate. I say misfortunate. That's unfortunate mixed with misfortune. I would imagine that, like, j- just finding that out. Dude, I would be fucking long devastated. Time, having kids, happy family, very successful, and then finding that out. I imagine it would hit you a little bit different. But, but, I mean, it's not funny, but it's funny. It's, it's hard not to it's laugh. It's not funny. We are two fucked up individuals, it's, okay? It's, uh... If y'all... It's just like Bo Burnham says. If y'all knew what the fuck went through men's heads 95% <laughs> of the day, you would not fucking be around them. It's, uh... Oh, sorry. That was not Bo Burnham. That was uh, Daniel Tosh. I don't know how you... grasp what ha- what is happening. Like how you how you How it registers in your head. Like, wait a minute, you, you, you cheated, cheated on me. Okay. That's awful. Well, that's fucked up. Who is it? I'm kicking his Who's ass. Who's the other guy? Who is oh, it? it's Father, Father John. <laughs> what? I mean, come on. Like, you you would have to, for a split second, go from being furious to just legitimately confused. Yes. All right, I know we're not done. I hate your guts. I, we can, we can thought, work on this. I thought I heard you say the John. That's the preacher at our... Like Father John. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to need a moment to process. Yes. Dude, I feel for Ben Zobris. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I do that too. That is fucking god awful. <laughs> Poor choice. No, you're worth. No. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Kings, you got to know your worth. All right. As Chris Brown says, these hoes ain't loyal. Okay. <laughs> They're just not. And that is not a slide at women. That's what Chris Brown said, not us. <laughs> Chris Brown. <laughs> See, Breezy. Women. See, <laughs> He's not a fan of the women in their faces being attacked. 
Speaking of Rihanna, I saw that she was denied access into a club because she forgot her ID the other day. And they wouldn't let her in the club because she didn't have her ID. That happened to uh, Hayden Panettiere when she when she tried to come on post to film Nashville when they were at Fort Campbell. The things? When we, if we do, when we, so when the we went out. things that I would allow. So you're you're going to have to hold, hold on and follow us here. So <laughs> Hayden Panettiere came to Fort Campbell to film an episode of Nashville or something. Yeah, yeah. We were on gate guard at the time. And that's just the people that stand at the gate right, and check, check every single ID. ID. It's gate guard. So I got put on the gate at the airfield where they were filming intentionally. And he was like, Hey, hooked you up. Don't forget about me. And I was like, all right, appreciate it. So obviously if someone comes through without their ID, you're not supposed to let right. them in. It's a federal installation. Yes. However, comma, <laughs> this little blue, blue, no, it was a blue Volkswagen, like really? a, a slug bug, what? beetle, whatever it is. Shout out Reese Witherspoon. The guy that's in front of me at the front gate, brand new private, uh, car pulls up, a lot of hand gestures. We're in like a little, like a little toll booth situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A lot of hand gestures going on, and he starts walking back to me. So I slide the glass open. I said, what's going on? She doesn't have her ID. I said, okay, then don't let her in. Yeah. Especially not here today. Like, there's right. a lot of important people here. Right. We cannot be fucking up today. And he was like, well, they're saying that she doesn't need one. I was like, well, she definitely needs one. So I was like, all right. So I walk up to the car, rolls the window down, fucking Hayden Panettiere. And I was like, anybody who doesn't know Tyler, uh, <laughs> since I was the age of about 12, that was my first fucking, like, everybody talks, you know, that that was the crush for me. That Yeah, the, that was the, a lot the, of people. I, I wasn't even 12. I was like fucking nine when, uh, what's the fucking movie? Football. Remember the Titans? Yes. Came out. I was like, I'm her age. I'm the same age right. as her. And I saw that and I was like, hmm. Then I got older and I saw her more and more and more. That was my crush. Like, that was yeah. my childhood crush right there. So it sounded weird whenever I said when I was 12, knowing that she was like nine, <laughs> we're the same age people I have to yeah. clarify. So that's my like, crush. And Dakota right. fucking saw her. Very sorry about this. You can go ahead. He's like, I thought you said, I was like, do you know Shut who that is? Shut your fucking mouth guy. And he was like, I mean, I, yeah, but I thought you said, and I was like, who, who fucking cares? <laughs> Little side note, expect, you know, unfairly kind of expect her to be kind of bitchy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very successful. Mm-hmm. So they had a bunch of food set up for the cast and crew. They called out and asked if we wanted some. So we said, yeah, we'll take a sandwich or whatever. Yeah. She brought out our sandwich and water bottle. Not somebody else. You have she never told me this story in my life. Oh, I hold it I hold it near and dear to my heart. I have yeah, a picture I'm a little on my bit. phone. I'm pretty sure of the list of names that we had that people were that were filming. And I circled her name and sent it to Emily. A uh, little pissed off. I didn't give you boy a heads up. She was <laughs> over there. Uh, second, a little pissed off. You didn't take a picture of her from afar for me. It was in the other booth, and the guy, I had to walk up to the guy because he was at his booth. I didn't know who it was. I would have halted fucking traffic, and I would have <laughs> told her to, ma'am, can you please get out of the vehicle so I can take a picture with you? I will never forget this moment in my life. Yeah, probably should have in hindsight. Yeah, absolutely should have. <laughs> That's I Hayden fucking Penetier. I don't remember how we got on this conversation. Just her last name is awesome in itself. Yeah. Penetier. That is sick. And it's and she's gorgeous. Also, not one that you confuse with anybody else, so maybe let her through the fucking gate. Yeah, how about you fucking back up, private, and let her the fuck in. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. A little personal tidbit into the old lives of Dakota and Tyler here. Yeah. But wasn't all bad in the military. Uh just most of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In closing, Ben Zobrist's I was gonna say oh, Ben yes. Zobrist got fucked, but I Nope. He didn't though. Somebody else did. I mean, in a way, the father fucked him. By his wife. Nope. Kept him from being fucked. And fucked him. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of fuckery going on here. There's a lot of fuckery. And only one of it got in one of them got it in a good way. And it was Father John. 
T's and P's, Ben Zobrist. T's. <laughs> just thoughts. Thoughts and Ben's. Prayers will go to Father John. He'll redirect him elsewhere. He is not a fan of Ben Zobrist. Oh, boy. I think I think uh, Ben Zobrist <clears throat> funeral is a, is a pretty good place to stop the MLB talk for now. Yep. I There's not much pro- on that front there. I think we'll probably go to the NFL because the NBA is going to take a minute. There's, there's quite a bit. Okay. Let's do a little NFL talk. We'll do a slight segue. Again, mm-hmm. you're here in the jams as we speak. <laughs> We're jamming. Just vibe with us for a second. <laughs> Just ride it with us. Uh, it's so terribly awkward when there's not actually there's no, music we, can, we hear nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, we hear something, but we hear jack shit right now. <laughs> Hang on. We're still vibing. Okay. NFL talk. So, in 13 months... You want to get to this, we'll get to it okay. immediately. In 13 months, the Steelers' offensive line there we go. is gone. All of it. That sounds like it has negative connotation. 99% of it does not. Because I'm so fucking tired. Steelers fans, listen up. Listen up. NFL fans, NFL analysts, NFL sports talk, talking heads, listen up. That are not slightly biased. Can we fucking stop? When somebody gets released at the end of their career saying, oh, five-time Pro Bowler, cut by the Steelers. The problem is they fucking stink now. They true. were Pro Bowlers. Correct. And I appreciate them very much in the times that they were. They did that with Sammy Watkins when he left us for the Ravens. The problem is because they, they were Pro Bowlers. The, they posted the, the photo of Sammy having that catch over Sherman in the Super Bowl yeah. that like locked it in. Sammy Watkins leaves. But he stinks. Yeah, that's why I went to the Ravens, because you're not going to have to catch there. Yeah, now you get to block. The problem is, and why this, why you see it's so shocking that all these teams are cutting pro bowlers is because they used to be pro bowlers, so they are still actively being paid like pro bowlers, and they're not worth it anymore. Correct. If you need to cut caps, if you need to make cap space, an old offensive lineman is a great place to start, because you you fucking fist fight every snap. Not only that, but y'all got another fucking... I believe Pro Bowler, another or person, all pro, one another or the other person that I that they used the same thing Trey against Turner. me, and they said, "Oh, Steelers fill the hole with a Pro Bowl." Nope, he is severely injury prone, and shockingly Who? enough, Trey Turner the guy really? signed. Yeah, he just came I don't know anything injury. about him, and he said, "I'm 100 percent back. I'm 100 percent healthy." What the fuck do you think he's gonna say? Right, I want that three million dollars now. If he is, sure. I mean, I mean, it's the deal. It's a it's a win win, I guess. Like either he'll be bad and we don't pay him a lot, or he's good. When's the last time? Now we're talking about DeCastro retiring. Anybody that isn't catching? Oh well, he's 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 released. He's contemplating retirement. When's the? Which you don't. By the way, I don't know that you do. If you have full confidence, you can go be a Pro Bowler somewhere else. Well, I mean, Brett Favre and Peyton Manning both did the exact same thing. Now they're of course they are who they are, right? And they had. Literally nothing else to prove. Romo did the same thing. They all were like, eh, they're mulling retirement. Romo was <clears> the <throat> injury. That motherfucker uh, couldn't stay healthy. I don't know if you even know off the top of your head when the last time DeCastro was a pro bowler. Was it recently? Uh, I mean, it's a few years, a couple years ago. Trey probably. Turner was a pro bowler, I believe, last year, wasn't he? Or the year before. I yeah, because I don't think he played much last so year. So he was a pro bowler in more recent years than him. And how old is Trey Turner, do you know? <laughs> I don't. I don't either. But I feel like he's way younger than DeCastro. Probably. I mean... But that's just because I remember, you know, DeCastro, Pouncey, Villanueva. I remember all of them there the together. The other thing that they pop up there is like, oh, he played this many snaps and he allowed two sacks over this many years. That's great. But the problem is, is when you have a glaring weakness on the other side of the line, 
that's where the pressure is going to come from. Right. So all you have to do is hold your block longer than the turd that's down the line from you, and you're not going to give up a sack. Yeah. That's not to say that he wasn't great in his prime because he very he was. much was. Our line that just got uh, kicked out of town yes. in the last 15 months, 13 months, whatever it was. It was for a reason. They, they didn't were, just get rid of studs. They you were know what very mean? good. They were it, At one point, it was probably the best offensive line in football. For sure. With the people that we just cut. With them. You, you, you think we just cut the best line in football? No, they're not that anymore. No, 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 no. Now, and, you kind of did it with... with Dobbs was established, and you just let him go. But I I do have a problem with us releasing Dobbs because Mason Rudolph still being paid yeah, by the Steelers. Agreed. If you want, and if you can say, it, here's my problem with releasing Dobbs is there it goes. There, yep. All right. <laughs> I told you minutes in though, pretty good. <laughs> if they, uh, if you release Dobbs because you have two reasons why you release Dobbs, and he either, just picks his phone up, and does the same <laughs> thing again. Either you think Mason Rudolph is a good backup, or you think he's the guy. Both of which are fucking wrong. False. He's not the guy, and Dobbs is a good backup. Insert Dwight Schrute. False. Josh, I would take Josh Dobbs over Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know if I would do that. but oh, And granted, it's a small sample size, but take away his first year that he played, when he when Ben went down, which was every fucking year at some point, he would come in, get you. he would come in on third down, get the third down, Ben would come back in. Or he would come in for a series, and just not all. He's, all your job is is a backup. Is to not lose the game, and he can do that. Well, he's Mason not, Rudolph just did one glaring thing that anybody with a fucking head wouldn't do, well, and that's not throw the ball head. to Antonio Brown. He almost didn't have a head. I could go in there and figure out. I'm throwing it to Antonio Brown. Michael Vick also did that. Yep. Michael Vick came in as and he stole out of his career with Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. Yes. And didn't throw it to either one of them. Yes. The best play he ever had was handoff to Le'Veon Bell on a two point conversion against the Chargers to win. And, you know, I went for two with Le'Veon Bell because Michael Vick would have had to play longer if we tied. Yeah, Mike Vick stinks. Yeah. Stunk. The, the, the Steelers, I don't know. Like, I like, the, I like the center they got from Illinois. I mean, I like Zach Banner. He should have started last year. He, Is that David Banner's cousin? He got hurt, I think so. Damn. He, he got hurt at the beginning of the year last year. So, I mean, we have some guys that have proven that they can play. Your line's going to be fine. I don't know how they play together, but... I don't know how your tackles are. All they're going to have to do is run block at this point. You know who your tackles are? Fucking Najee Harris. I don't even know who they're going who they're planning on rolling out there at this point. I don't either. All of the names that you would know are gone. Yeah. Besides Zach Banner, Dotson, which we drafted a couple of years ago. He's very good in the second mm-hmm. round. I like the center. He'll probably end up starting. I would hope so, as high as you drafted him. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm not super worried about it, only because I don't have super high expectations. So, I have high expectations for Najee Harris, and that's it. Um, Deontay Johnson? Well, I mean, I have a high expectations for him, too. But yeah. those expectations for the near future are just, if he can get over the drops. I know what oh, he's capable God, yeah. of. I've seen him when he's at his best. Or, or I sleep on him in fantasy football year after year, and up until about week 13, look like a fool. And then after week 13 hits, I look brilliant. Because yeah. he's hurt all the time. Yeah. he had. I think a lot of the year last year was he tried to come back too early every time, and he just continued to re-aggravate it. Oh, I got monk. I but, got fucking monkey butt, boys. No, Deontay Johnson is my favorite receiver on the team. Oh, I just hope he gets over the drops. Got and a, and I can't even... Got a ration of booty. I can't even really put it on him wholeheartedly because literally every person got the drops last year except like the least droppy person was Juju. Yes, correct. So... Who was almost a chief and decided to rip my heart out by not coming to the Chiefs, and I, 
I don't hate him yet because he almost signed with us. So this is last year with Pittsburgh, I believe. And then he's going to come to Kansas City next season. So I don't hate him yet. Uh, but if he doesn't come to Kansas City next season, I hate him. I, hate I don't game. think so because Ben's contract will be off the books. I mean, no, will, that's fine. Then he doesn't know who's throwing on the ball and he's out. Do you think well, he's going to stay for Mason Rudolph? Whoever. No. No, it will not be Mason Rudolph. Mahomes or Rudolph? I will, I will go on the record right now and say that Mason Rudolph will never be the starting quarterback for the Steelers going into the season. I think. Uh, Unless you draft. Is Minshew a free agent after next year? I don't know. Because I would fucking love him with Pittsburgh. I mean, it would be Pittsburgh fun. Pittsburgh would fucking love Minshew. Yeah, they love Duck Hodges. And he wasn't great. Registered to vote. <laughs> I mean, he, don't get me wrong. Like, when he started, he started off hot, and he won, like, four games. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I like this guy, and he does well. Duck Hodges did that, by the way. That I didn't just make that up. Yeah. That's something he did in yeah. real life, and it's it's incredible. <laughs> I Big like Duck Hunter. I like Duck Hodges a lot. Like, I'm I'm rooting for him. He's, he's with the Rams, so he's sitting behind Matthew Stafford at this point. So, not ideal, but at least he's still on the team. Well, they're on their way to a Super Bowl this year. So, we'll see. No, I'm telling you right now. Now, talking about that, did you hear what Sean McVay said about Stafford? What, he's been in a better mood since this he's been dude, there? No, he said, this dude is a bad motherfucker. Yeah, we know this. Hey, have you ever heard him say something like that about golf? <laughs> no, because we knew that, too. We know that what golf is, and he stinks. Now, if y'all remember, those of y'all that listen religiously, appreciate you. You remember how high we were on the Hawks going into the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, that is the Rams for me. I said it weeks ago. I'm going to harp on it again. Do not be surprised if the Rams make it through the NFC to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but I, I didn't. Like, it's I healthy. Was, it's I was healthy. Ex- I was excited about the Hawks. I didn't think they were going to win the fucking championship. I picked them going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think the Rams would be in the NFC championship. Oh, it could all, you imagine the Rams and Bucks in SC Championship? Oh my God! Yeah, I was gonna say it just depends on who they see, but it'll be or Rams. It'll be the Bucks. Win win if it's Rams and Packers too. One of those, and then when those three see, teams those will three play each other Mahomes. in some capacity at the end, like one of them will get knocked out by the other, and the other two will be left. That's how it'll go. But uh, <clears throat> that's that's my team is the Rams. But Sean McVay came out, and for the first time, I feel like he may have said a couple of good things about golf early on in the years. Because they were kind of good there for a couple of years. Well, yeah, wasn't he the coach when they drafted Goff? Yeah. So he has to say good things about him. Yeah, and then all of a sudden Goff and had he not been football. Had he not been the boy genius that he turned out to be, he would have been gone. For sure. Because you chose Goff, Goff stinks, you're out. It's the same reason that look what's happening in San Francisco. They're just keeping the coach just because of the hype. It's hype every right. year. And they come out and underperform. Yeah. Well, we got to the Super Bowl once. I can do it again. I don't know if they've had... A healthy team since he's been there. And I feel like he's been there for fucking four years now. And they've had like either either a key player out or everyone else. Which, maybe you think about your strength and condition. That defense is going to be point. a fucking problem. for the, That Rams defense is going to be a fucking problem, dude. Yeah. And their offense is going to be leaps and bounds better than it was because Cam Akers is now a year further into his season. I love Cam Akers. Into his career, sorry. They have. I think Higby's very good. He wasn't being utilized right. Stafford loves tight end. Go Stafford go look at TJ Hawkinson of Detroit. He Stafford loves, loves the tight end. Anybody who can catch the ball. Well, Cooper Cup can catch the ball. Robert Woods can catch he, the ball. Stafford loves anybody who's not afraid to run across the middle because Stafford's not afraid of shit. Correct. So and I, I, hope, I hope he brings that. No, he's not. I hope he brings that, that mentality problem. to that team and that they take it in. Like we've talked about, Tom Brady going to a team, Peyton Manning going to a team, and bringing something different. Mm-hmm. 
Stafford brings that, but it's like the, hey, are you okay? Good. Get the fuck up. We got football to play. That was Brett Favre of Minnesota right, right. there. I'm, I'm, very, <clears throat> I'm very interested to see how that goes. Very high on the Rams. Not a, Yeah, I'm higher on the Rams than I am the Whistle Pigs. But I do think the Whistle Pigs are going to fucking naturally. shock you. I, mean, I feel like I've appropriately rated them in my mind. Well, I don't know that they'll shock me. Like, I feel good about them. I just don't think they're, they're winning gonna, the division. It's very possible. And that's about it. It shouldn't be possible with how good Dallas's Dallas's roster is. But they're Dallas. Like I, I also feel like I have Dallas appropriately appropriately rated. I have so many different Jerry Jones quotes flying through my head right now that I want to <laughs> say, but I don't want to fuck him up any worse than he already has. So I'll just keep him to myself. I mean, it'll come down to between week fifteen and an eighteen game between those two to decide the division. I feel pretty comfortable in saying that. If they split on the schedule, it'd get interesting. And whoever wins that first game will have lots of pressure on the second one. Because if you can if you can beat them twice, you got that division locked up. Correct. Because the rest of it stinks. Correct. Speaking uh, of stinking, uh, just saw that Lamar Jackson's mom is leading the contract negotiations with the Ravens for him. Are you serious? That's a real thing. What could go wrong there? I'm sure she has plenty of experience negotiating contracts with billionaires and NFL teams and front offices. I'm sure there's no way that anybody on a team could slip something in that she would miss in a contract negotiation. Dude. I'm sure that when she sees all those fucking zeros, she won't be like, yeah, that looks good to me. Dude, Lamar is going to fuck that franchise for so long. Well, if his mom negotiates the right contract, he will. I just don't understand what your thought process is there. I don't either. Hey, like, mom, I have get, you thought about trying to get my money? I, I don't want to trust an agent, but... If you're going to go that route, do it yourself. You have Bring to do it yourself. You can't. No, you can't do that because, you, especially someone you're that close to, because they're going to get into situations. Like I'm sure, I'm sure they have stuff like, "Hey, if this happens, get with me before you say anything." But there's going to be times where it's like, "That's your son." Like right. I know you well enough to know that this is what you would do here. Maybe it wasn't. It's going to be a fully guaranteed contract. And as soon as you open your mouth, you're Math. fucked in negotiations. Correct. So. Just had to get that. I have nothing any, to say about that, but any, I, I will acknowledge and appreciate any Lamar Jackson slander. So <laughs> keep fucking feeding it to me. He fucking stinks. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm so it, it's the fact that they won't let him video him throwing and they haven't extended him yet. People have to start understanding what's going on. Dude, they based their entire offense and changed everything his, his just to fit his game with his. The way that he plays and the way that the front office treats him is going is following Baker Mayfield to a T. Like Baker Mayfield they was have the so savior. many good players, dude. They have so many good players that are. They have like five wasted. good running backs. People still don't realize how good Hollywood Brown could be. Put any competent court. Oh my! Give him Josh Allen. See what happens. Yeah. He's people. Aaron, now Mark Andrews did very well with Lamar in recent years, but. Imagine he would be Travis Kelsey, George Kittle on any other team. Yeah, but a lot of that's, I think that's why he likes tight end so much because a lot of the tight end routes they're just running drags and and they're and rubs across the fucking line of scrimmage. They're closer. They're they much get closer. Picked yeah. to get open. I mean, it's you have much big like the largest window you're going to have throwing the ball in the NFL is going to be to a tight end or just a freak athlete that burns somebody, and that's not consistent. That's why they went all in and got like four fucking starting tight ends on that team. Correct. Um, you want to go through what? I don't know who Patrick without a C. Patrick just P A T R I K. Walker Star. No, I just don't know who he is. 
uh, don't know who he is. Probably somebody at my favorite establishment, Pro Football Focus. <laughs> Anybody who thinks Pro Football Focus is gospel, you should probably just do something that would get me banned from Twitter if I told you to do that. <laughs> Anybody um, that follows Pro Football Focus to a T probably doesn't have a ton of knowledge themselves, so you dig through their pile of shit to find whatever sports you're arguing. That's all they do is they speak out of both sides of their mouth so that no matter what, if you find something that's wrong, they can be like, well, but we also said this, see? And this counts. Yes. <clears throat> so, and I don't have many discrepancies with this list. The names on here are probably who I'd put. They put out a uh, ranking of the NFL's top 10 cornerbacks. Cornerbacks? Corners. Okay. DBs. I mean, you could guess who number one is. Yeah, I, I Jalen Ramsey. I want to hear it as it comes okay. off the list. Uh, okay, no no issues. Jalen Ramsey. Jair Alexander. No issues. Chadavius White. No issues. Xavier Howard. No issues. Stephon Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore. I think Stephon Gilmore is overrated. Okay. Marlon Humphrey. Stud. Yeah. Marshawn Lattimore. Okay. Marcus Peters. So Marcus Peters is skewed, and his his, his stats are ideal for pro football focus because they can put it on Because you can show how many times you get burned. Right. Well, you can put it on paper and show how many picks you have and how many pass breakups you have and how many times you were thrown at. And if you give up, if you pick the ball off a lot because he wants to jump the routes all the time, people are going to be more hesitant to throw to you because you're one of the few defensive backs that can catch. The problem is, is you jump routes all the time. So a simple pump fake and you're fucked and they're wide open. And then I don't even know if that counts as being targeted because you're so far away from where the catch happens. Correct. And then issue Denzel Ward and... J.C. Jackson, corner for the Patriots. Yeah, I'm fine with all the rest of those, but I think it's bullshit that Gilmore's fucking fifth. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't care what you say. That 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 is a fucking top three corner right there. You, I didn't see Jerry Alexander do jack shit the last eight games of the year last year. That's because Kevin King's been on the field, but every time he's thrown at, it doesn't work. Tre'Davious White's good. I like him. Jalen Ramsey, I was. You know, beside myself whenever it was rumored he was coming to Kansas City, which was apparently very close to happening, but we couldn't fucking do it. They topped our offer, apparently. But that's because everybody sits back and says, what did they offer you? All right, we'll go up because that's the most they can You remember all that taking off, don't you? Yeah, every fucking person that comes up is like, oh, he's going to the Chiefs. And then everybody sits there and is like, hey, what what did they offer you? $15 million? We'll give you fifteen fifty because they can't offer you anymore. And then we offered a first and a second, or a first and a third, and they offered him a first and a second, and that was it. So, yeah, hmm, I don't, I, two firsts, I believe. I think yeah, that was two, two firsts. First yeah. So, of course, we're not going to touch that. But right, that's why the Rams haven't had a first-round pick in fucking eight years. And yet, they have one of the best rosters in football. Because they go in and get the best free agent on one-year deals and just go all in every single year. Dude, they have Jalen Ramsey. Which, if you're not concerned with, like, team chemistry, genius. If, if, if Sean McVay feels good enough about, I can get this team whipped into shape in camp. Mm-hmm. It's ideal because you you don't have any cap problems the next year because everybody's off the books. You've signed the big guaranteed one-year deals. They draft pretty well. If it doesn't work, see you later. If they, it does, see you later. We'll get somebody else. Yeah, they draft very well. Um, God damn it. They draft well, but they give away all their picks for all these players to come in. Yeah. They need to find a happy medium. I like the list. I think Marcus Peters shouldn't be in the fucking list. And I think... Now, this might be slightly biased. I think Sneed 
should be in the fucking top ten. I don't know about top ten. He's he'll, very he'll, good. He'll probably be there at some point, but right now, I'll probably it's probably too soon. He made the list of uh, like top ten players under the age of twenty five. I'm fine with that, but I just think he's better than J C Jackson. I don't know, dude. J C Jackson was very fucking good last year. That was why the the Stephon Gilmore thing, why he was put on the trade block because he did so well. Yeah, I don't know Denzel Ward. I I know nothing about him. He he's hurt ninety percent of the time. Off, he bicks off Roethlisberger three times a game when they play him, and then he's got his picks for the year right there. Oh, that's I love Xavier and Howard. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know, I know. But another person we almost got. Yeah. We've tried big and big and big to get corner this. after corner after corner after corner. We tried, tried, The problem tried. is corners are expensive, and you guys have a lot of people that are already expensive. And then I thought we were going to have one fall in our laps when uh, Peterson was released. I thought we were going to have him fall in our laps, and he'd rather play for the joke of an organization that is Minnesota. So, whatever. We can't get corners to save our fucking life, but... Luckily I don't, enough, I don't we know drafted that you well. Wanted agent, that you wanted, uh, no, he Patrick got your Peterson. That that uh, who was that game? What was that game? The one with the the Hill Murray against the Bills. He got lit the fuck up. Peterson got smoked. Mm-hmm. Diggs destroyed him. <laughs> well, Swan Diggs is very good. Patrick Peterson is past his prime. That's what yes. I'm saying. I don't know that you wanted him. That's true. I just it sounds. Good. I just hear his I, name. I get the appeal. Like it, I mean, it's it sounds sexy to have him on your team, but I think as soon as you got him, you're like, why the fuck did we get this yeah. old bag of bones? Yeah, it's kind of like when I was excited to get Joe Tooney, and you were like, you paid eighty million. Yeah, I was like, oh boy, <laughs> did not. Think I don't about know that. if I'm fucking excited about that anymore. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I just I thought this right list was move. kind of buffoonery, just because Gilmore's at fucking five and J.C. Jackson is at ten. I don't. It's good that for New England to have two corners. In the top ten, and the Ravens have two corners in the top ten. Have two corners in the top ten very long. I think Gilmore still goes somewhere else. He may, he may end up. He's playing got too hefty year. of a price tag. He's he's getting a huge paycheck, and that's why he hasn't been moved. The only reason he wouldn't is if Belichick is thinking about getting close to being done. He's going to keep all the talent that he can. He doesn't give a <clears> shit about the future. And the as we know, the Patriots played a lot of players this offseason, yeah. and they got a lot of defense this offseason. Yeah, I think the Patriots defense could carry Cam Newton no, or Mac Mac and Cheese. Not Cam Newton. Cam Newton. No, I'm saying they could carry them because of their lack of offense. No, their defense I, might be able to carry I them. I know, but they can't because Cam Newton's going to put the defense right back on the fucking field going three and out and throwing a pick. So they're going to be gassed. Well, if their the defense fucking... takes a pick to the house, we're in business. They're going to have to. Mm-hmm. That's the only way they're going to score unless Mac and Cheese comes in. Correct. Um, Do we have anything else on the NFL front? Yes. What else? Opt-outs are back. Opt-outs? You can officially opt out of this season I did due to see COVID that. again, which brings the question. And the incentive went up to three hundred thousand this time. It was one hundred and fifty before. Is but you have to be high risk. If you're not high risk, you get nothing. Right, you get nothing. But if Aaron Rodgers opts out, he loses nothing. He has a whole other year to dick with this and doesn't lose his eighteen point three million for holding out because he opted out. I don't think you would do that at thirty-seven. I, I mean, you just. Continue to get eighteen point three million, but I mean, if he was twenty eight, sure, but he's thirty seven, dude. Right, but if he was going to hold out this year anyway, it's no different, and he keeps his money. I don't think he's holding out. I think he's just holding out through the summer. I don't think he is either. But if best case scenario, this gives him a lot of fucking leverage. He's like, look, I don't have to play. I'll just fucking opt out if yeah. you don't want to take me to the right true. team. That would work. The other person this helps a lot is Deshaun Watson. Boy, that's true because he definitely should opt out because he has the the. Price Where did all that talk go, by the way? I, I've heard nothing. Disappeared. In a month, I've heard nothing about the allegations. The 
it'll come back up when the season gets close. Because Boy, the media likes to use that device of shit, don't they? So if I'm him, I'm opting out for sure because the the Texans already said they weren't going to trade him. Now, after all this shit came out, they're like, well, we were, we were going to trade him. But now we can't get anything. But now we can't. Well, guess what? That price tag isn't going back up anytime. Excuse me. Anytime soon. Not until we see him play again. So, well, I, I, and that's the thing is I don't know when you're going to see him play again because he'll probably be on an exempt list or something because this is going to take – this won't be resolved this year. I think it will. I don't think so unless all he, he agrees to pay all of these women that have allegations against him. That's I don't think the only he has way to pay anything. Down. I think they're all going to get dropped. The lawyer that this dude has is no fucking joke. It, but, I mean, there's been NFL players in hot water with good lawyers, and it does – it shit drags out. This, this apparently is the literal top lawyer look, of any lawyers. Look at how, but look at how long the Tom the Deflate Gate shit drug out. Look at how long the the and Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott shit drug out. Like, and those were much less serious things. And and the I mean, it's definitely thing was I can't say it's not possible to be drug out. It definitely is to be drug out a year but for sure. It seems like a no brainer for him to opt out. You keep your money. You get a whole nother year to talk about it. You let the text and see what happens when you're not there because they're going to be fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had no shot last year, but they were in games because of him. Yeah. They're going to suck. They're going to be terrible. The Texans? Yes. Yeah. So, they'll probably have the first pick. You know who else going to suck if Aaron Rodgers ain't there? Packers. Yep. Well, you know what? There is no situation where I would want Aaron Rodgers to not be on a field throughout the entirety of a football season. But, if he's going to do it anyway and break my heart, I would love to see what happens with Jordan Love because you you have to play him. God, I hope he sucks. You have to play him if Aaron Rodgers Actually, I hope play. he's good. There's no... For two games, I hope he's good. And they'll be like... See? He's not bad. Fuck All right. you, Aaron. Like, Fuck you, Aaron. You're out of here, buddy. And then before they put that middle finger down, the ball's going the other direction. <laughs> so... <sighs> just get Trey Lance in return from San Francisco and send Aaron Rodgers. Just I, call it I over. I want him to opt out. So that they he can force the Packers' hand, like, fine, I'm opting out, you're going to pay me, and we're both going to see why you had to trade up and get yep. this motherfucker. Have fun getting to Gintz. And fucking stinks. It's going to be, and because then what's going to happen is they're going to find some fucking money for Aaron Rodgers, and he's going to come back, and it's going to be a fuck you tour all over again. Except Correct. it's going to be directed at his front office. When he scores, instead of pointing at other players talking shit, he's going to look he's up, up, in their up booth, in the fucking the, box and do the, do the MVP shit. Up at the fucking booth. He may just go full on Degeneration X fucking chop. That right to so Gunt the Gunt. To who? Gunt the Gunt. Gunt the Gunt. That would be an ideal situation. Now, granted, we're, we're foregoing a full season of Aaron Rodgers in his later part of his career, but it would be awesome. Only, it, now, last thing on this, ideal situation. He opts out. They have to pay him. They play Jordan Love. He stinks. They bring Aaron Rodgers back. He wins the Super Bowl. Retires. I'm not for him retiring early, no, me either. but that would be picture perfect. It would, for sure. And then put him in the booth. <sighs> Please. And just have him ridicule. But I, I don't want him. Like, his his mind, the way that it works. I, want him, to, field, I want him to be on fucking detail with fucking Peyton Manning. I want I, shit like I that. I want a booth with Aaron Rodgers, Dude, Jay Cutler, fucking... Peyton Manning. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah. Or I, he could go on... Uh, Pat show and be on on fucking be on there for yeah. for good. I don't want Aaron Rodgers as the play by play guy, though. Very capable, tons of football knowledge. I want him as the color analyst that just says ridiculous shit. I want him as the Booger McFarlane. Put Aaron Rodgers on a fucking cart and let him <laughs> run up and down the goddamn sidelines. 
That would be hilarious. Uh, anybody who doesn't watch football much or missed the whole time where Booger used to be on the cart, <laughs> go look it up on YouTube. It's, it's probably, fucking hilarious. If you don't remember it, you're probably one of the people that had it muted because that broadcast team was so fucking terrible on Monday nights. Correct. And if you're on YouTube and go to look at it, you should probably look up Slightly Bias. Yep. Sports with Tyler and Dakota. Watch a little Daniel Gafford interview, KJ Jefferson interview, Isaac Madison interview. Correct. There's some good ones up there. Check it out. Check it at. So, uh, trying to think of anything on the Chiefs front here to discuss. Uh, I mean, I saw the videos of the tight end university crap that Travis Kelsey and George Kittle ran. That looked like just a guys being guys for the whole weekend chilling. As uh, if I needed to like George Kittle more, his logic on why he didn't invite Tim Tebow to the tight end university. That's so funny because once I saw the tight end university, perfect. the first thing I thought was, why didn't Tebow get invited? <laughs> Because he's not a fucking tight end. That's why. And Urban Meyer coming out, which he has to say it. He said, you know, that's the thing. If he makes the roster, there's 90. He's just one of 90 right now. You know, there's 90 guys. That was one of the things that hit me hard. Bullshit, he's eating dinner with you after after practice. (laughs) That's the thing is if you come out and say right now, while you have 90 guys fighting for 53 spots, and say, yeah, Tebow's a lock, you got fucking problems. You got Anarchy on your hands. <laughs> That's what you got. Yes, you do. Tebow's uh, making the roster. We have a board at work. Over under 500 yards. I took the under hard. Yes. But that's all. That's all I got on the NFL, though. Yeah. Um, Chiefs are going to have the best line in football. That's about... God, you better hope so. I mean, you you see who we have now. I it's do. pretty fucking incredible. There's a lot of good names on there. There's a lot of good names on the Cowboys line, too. Well, they're all fucking old as shit. But before they got old as shit. We don't have anybody over the age of 29 on our offensive line. a couple key injuries, and they were fucking shit. Yeah, we do. Tardif? That Tardif guy's opted, he, he's back in, so. Yeah. So, well, he's opt-outable again, so you never know. Maybe he goes back. Negative. Works on this new strain. Negative. Um, yep, Chiefs are going to have the best offensive line in football. Uh, pro football focus, jackass, buffoon, clown ass, loser ash, weenie, Bunch of little nerds that were bullied in high school and then had a friend that worked at NFL Network and got a job. I don't know verbiage, but... uh, (laughs) Too many describing words. Pro Football Focus is a bunch of fucking little loser nerds who just crunch numbers all day and jerk off to equations. And and Chris Collinsworth. And Chris Collinsworth, who... Now, here's a guy who no one wants to listen to. But Pro (laughs) Football Focus came out with their top 100 or whatever. Someone explain to me how Tyree kills number 18. Because there's 17 people better than him. Is there? I'm sure. Is there? You go through every position. There's 20, you have got me fucked up there are if you think Tyree kills the 18th best player. There are 22 positions in football. If you take the best 22 people at their position alone and take everybody else out of it, mm-hmm. and a dependent position is automatically going to be lower on the list. Now you take the fact that of those 22 positions... How many receivers would you put above him? How many quarterbacks would you put? Because if, if you're just going straight best 22 at their position, okay, I, ha- I see your issue. But how many quarterbacks are there ranked above him? Let's say there's... Uh, there is... Uh, there is... Sorry, folks, bear with me. There's Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady. Oh my god, I'm seeing so many names that are so funny. 
Um, and Mahomes. Three. Right. But of so there's three. And then you have the, uh, still 21 other positions. Let me list off the names to you. Best here. players. <laughs> Number one, Aaron Donald. Still don't get it. Number two, Patrick Mahomes. Number three, Travis Kelsey. Number Wrong. four, what's that? Wrong. No. Travis Travis Kelsey should not be the third best player in the fucking league. Absolutely fucking not. No chance. Okay. Well, the best tight end, sure. Third best player in the league, fuck no. Tyreek Hill should be rated higher than Travis Kelsey. Agree. Uh, yes. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm literally pointing flaws into these buffoons <laughs> okay. over here rating people. Okay, I thought you were arguing that Travis Kelsey belonged at three. No, he he's a top ten player in my mind in football. Aaron, but he's Aaron not. Rogers he should be number three. Be well oh, above. Hang on, you're about to get pissed off. Okay. Quentin Nelson's number four. I'm okay with I'm okay with him being very high. Devontae Adams number five. I'm okay with him being very above high. Aaron Rodgers. No. Okay. But th- like I said, this is the issue. Why I think you're going to find out why Tyreek Hill ends up at 18. Devonte Adams number five. Okay. Khalil Mack is number six. That shouldn't be there. Khalil. This isn't 2016. And, and Khalil other, Mack. Here's the other thing about this list that I I'm curious to see how they figured it because if you're like, I think Devonte Adams is the best receiver in the league. If you've already got Mahomes above Aaron Rodgers, which is I'm fine with. For now, it's a. Do you give Devontae Adams more weight because he's the best at his position? Because he's not better at football than Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't fucking know. I'm trying Either to fly way. through this so we can talk a little basketball. Edge, Khalil Mack. Nope. Tom Brady, seven. Whatever. Bobby Wagner at eight. Nope. Okay. George Kittle is nine. I think they put too much weight in the tight ends. George Kittle very good, but you know. Aaron Rodgers is 10. Nope. That's wrong. TJ Watt is 11. I'm okay with that. Derrick Henry's 12. I'm okay with that. Zach Martin. Zach fucking Martin okay is 13. Jair Alexander's 14. David Bakhtiari, yeah. 15. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey, 16. I'm okay with that. DeAndre Hopkins, 17. I'm okay with that. Tyreek Hill, 18. You've got me fucked up. <laughs> There are some people that I would interchange with some of those people that would still be. I would have Derrick Henry. I would have TJ Watt, Tyreek Hill, and Nuke inside the top 10. Yeah, probably. I mean. But then again, I don't appreciate linemen. So I, yeah, I take for granted that's the linemen That's why I said Quentin position. Nelson I'm okay with because he is like at, at the best. And I like Bakhtiari too. At the too. best at their position, there's usually a decent gap. Receivers is tough because it's a lot closer. There's yeah. a lot of very good receivers. And even quarterbacks, there's usually a top tier that's very hard to differentiate, and then there's a gap. With linemen, mm-hmm. it's Quentin Nelson, and there's a very fucking large gap. Mm-hmm. And then it's probably Bakhtiari when he's healthy. Like, mm-hmm. you have somebody, like, even in Aaron Rodgers' situation in Green Bay where they don't appreciate him and don't treat him correctly, I would imagine that that's one name that comes up in every contract, every conversation that he has, like, hey, fucking... Takatari stays yeah. where I stay yeah. all the time. He's he's very good. He's, we found out last year when he wasn't there how fucking important he was. Chris Jones, number 19. Yeah, I'd have to see why they're waiting people the way that they're waiting them. But there's some questionable names in there for sure. Khalil Mack's got to get out. Pro football focus is a fucking joke. Yeah. They are a fucking joke. You're, you're hearing jams with us again. Pro... Pro football focus is everything that's wrong with fucking analysts and football. If we can get pro football focus and Rob Manfred 
and these Major League Baseball umpires. And get the fuck out. In a room, lock it from the outside, and fucking melt down the key. We fix, we the fix, world will be a better place. We fix sports. There you go. Yes. You're welcome. Okay, now that the jams are still going, let's 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 talk a little. Let's wrap it up here with a little NBA talk. Let's talk about these playoffs, boys. What are you, what are you seeing here? I mean, you you have you have to start here, and we're gonna have to be careful because it could go a very fucking long time mm-hmm. with game two. Mm-hmm. Mother of God, that's one of the best basketball games I've ever watched, all the way through. Which one? When Booker. Broke, busted his fucking nose. And oh, yeah, fucking, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. was bananas. Yes. And I embarrassingly don't even want to admit it, don't even want it to admit it, but I, 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 I fell asleep. Oh, <laughs> I thought your phone was on Do Not Disturb. It was, but that's because I was in Do Not Disturb mode physically asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And I had the game on, and I, I caught myself starting to get a little slumpy. We all been there. Hand up. Dude, you got to get up and get some heat. I need to move. I need to sit in the office chair over here and watch the game. Hand up. I fucking made a mistake. (laughs) I felt my eyelids start to go, and I did not stop myself. That's good. Fucking working in a goddamn warehouse for 12 hours a day fucking takes a toll on you. It does. I don't, and I, like, I've been there. I can't hang with these young cats no more, but (laughs) it's about 8.30 and my eyes start getting heavy. Luckily, this is not one of the nights where I got tired. So... I will not do it again. I pledge right now. I pledge to not fall asleep before the games are over again, because I did it again last night. The Clippers game because it was snoozing. But after that, but starting right now, <laughs> no more snoozing. Tuesday night, game two. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Booker Tuesday. and Patrick Beverly. Shout out to Norbit. <clears throat> Bonked their heads. Yep. It appeared uh, it, <laughs> to be a bonk. Patrick Beverly, fucking Woo Pig out here is just. A fucking menace. He's a problem for people. That was... I'm going to let you finish your thought, of course. I had to get it out or else I forget. I have such a terrible memory. He has changed the fucking series. Patrick fucking Beverly, inserting playing time now, actually playing, has changed the fucking yeah, whole series. Yeah, he's done that in multiple series on different teams, but not... I mean, it doesn't... It's almost like they stashed him away, and then we're like, all right, no, go. Well, he, it's like you let him play, but he's on a leash. Yes. And then when it gets to a point of panic, you're like, fuck it. And you cut him off and just go. It's like he's a trained German he's a shepherd. a fucking dog. And you just fucking unclip the leash, say some not, words in German. I didn't German, mean to play that with the German and shepherd. And fucking, there he goes. He's gone. He is a fucking problem. And people can see him as soon as they unclip the leash. like, God damn it. Well, Here we had a good run. Yep. I'm it's not going to fucking. That's a wrap. I'm not going to do anything fun the rest of this fucking series. Yep. And speaking of not doing and anything. it happened to Booker last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did. Um, speaking of not doing anything fun. How is 15 points, four turnovers, five for 21 field goal, and one for seven? We're not going to go there yet. We're going to get. That's what Beverly did to Booker. We're going to. But what he did to Booker on Tuesday was bust his fucking nose all to shit. It oh, looked, sorry. I'm not it, talking about game. I'm talking about game three. Sorry. It looked like nothing. I had the volume down. It just a, looked like a, a scratch scream, on his a nose. A screaming kid. I was trying. I couldn't hear much. And then I, I saw the replay. I started paying attention. And obviously, in slow motion, it doesn't look as bad because in the NBA, every slow motion. You can see it happen, and mm. then it's automatically over. Flail. Yes. Throw your body down. Pretend you're in seizure mode. Last night, uh, gloss over. Last night, Jay Crowder got touched on his mouth by Patrick Beverly mm. while he was shooting. Or, sorry, by uh, Paul George while he was shooting. His elbow touched Crowder's face. This man laid down on the floor and pretended like he was unconscious. 
I mean, they literally ran down oh. the other side of the court to another play, and he stayed on the ground. That was a pivotal part of game two as well. But yes, go ahead with game two. So they got they hit heads, whatever. Booker goes down. I'm, and in my mind, I'm like, hey, well, my God, here we fucking go again. And then Booker gets up, and he's got blood running down his nose. Like, All right, so clearly something happened. Right. Don't know what it was, but clearly something happened. Right. And then as the game progressed, uh, Booker's nose was in the wrong place. It started, and getting, it started getting a little huge. It was fucking it was, huge. It was huge. He had <laughs> he had shit crammed up both nostrils. It looked a little wonky, it was, and it was fucking general. I never get to use this word, and I can't believe that my mind even thought about it. It was bulbous. <laughs> it was... <laughs> It was quite large. Now you got to say it. Bulbous. <laughs> so, with with so there was a lot that happened in this game. So some of this may be slightly out of order. I'll try my best. Well, I caught up it. on Instagram because my stupid ass fell asleep. Well, that's probably. I don't even know if you could have captured it on Instagram with all this shit happening. Let's make fun of playoff people. The final two minutes of this game took thirty three minutes. Correct. It I was. Did, I did see Fucking that. out of control. Now make fun of playoff Pete. Hurry. With one minute left. <laughs> Patrick Beverly flopped. Uh-huh. He got slapped in the armpit, mm-hmm. flopped like a motherfucker. That's no, an egregious act. No call. Nothing was called. Oh, that's fucking unbelievable. Then they stopped the fucking game with no whistle. No what? And re- No whistle <laughs> and reviewed it and then called foul. This happened in the game. Then there was a block that led to a Paul George Layup, mm-hmm. took the lead. Get, mm-hmm. I think it's 103 to 102, mm-hmm. I think was the score. They're, they're fucking around. Booker gets the ball. Went to fake it. Came off the ground. They come flying in, and he just held his shot in the air until he went past him and then drained it. It was like that's the, nasty. the Michael Jordan, like the pause in the air shit. Yeah, that's the that's the push off Be- Beverly, against the Jazz. Beverly bang. came out of nowhere, flew past him in midair, and then he drained it. That's that's impressive. Suns take the lead again. Now make fun of playoff P. Hurry. I want to say it so bad. Paul George takes the lead back. Damn it. Suns don't take a timeout. Mm-hmm. Booker's taking the ball at the sidelines. Beverly knocked the ball out of his hand. He he hit the ball. Booker was in the process of dribbling, so his hand was on the ball last, went mm-hmm. out of bounds. While they were reviewing it, they were like, this happens every fucking time somebody knocks the ball out of somebody's hand. And they called it yeah. Clippers ball. Yeah. Which they were losing their shit about, but it is what it is. It was it's a turnover on the home home courts team. Of course they're going to lose Technically, it. Technically, Booker definitely touched the ball last. It was right. very obvious. Right. And in that in that situation, when you show it as many times as you did, you can't not call it like that. Correct. Because then you just have to say, well, that's not what we do. And that's not a fucking legitimate excuse. You got to try to be consistent. So it's Clippers ball with 9.3 seconds left and a one-point lead. They get the ball into who? Paul George. Playoff P. And he missed the first. Yes, he did. The first what? Free throw. Oh, okay, okay. So, I was taking notes as this is happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, this bullet point says foul. How'd you dig? Because I was asleep. Foul. Paul George misses the first. And then in all capital letters, and the second. Yes. Playoff P was in the building. And it's a shame because he. I think he played decent. Suns rebound. Timeout. And they, then. They tried to get the ball to Booker. Nobody's open. The oop heard around the it world. ends up in Bridges' hands at the corner three, missed it, went out of bounds with 0.8 seconds left. Yes. And the it was touched, Sun's ball, with 0.8 seconds left. Shout out Jay Crowder. That pass was fucking incredible. Fuck it. They put DeMarcus Cousins and Zubak in. 
So uh, Zubak might have already been in. They put DeMarcus Cousins in right. to guard the inbound pass. Mm-hmm. It was so fucking money. It was fucking money. When it happened, it happened so <laughs> it goddamn so fast. Fucking money. I didn't realize what was going on. Yeah. There was a goddamn commotion, and then on on the replay, it was. They were talking about. They were Should mad because interference. Well, they interference. they thought it might have been. It might have hit the rim, and they thought it might have been. The announcers were saying like that's a live ball. Like low you gotta, key, it you looked like it. he could have made that shot from right there, Crowder. Oh, it was. I, on, I thought it was going go in. I thought it did hit the rim, and he caught it off the rim and dunked it back again. But it did not. It was fucking perfect. It was fucking. Hang on, money. The the craziest part about that was, I mean, the the pass and the dunk, the play call was crazy. But Booker set the screen to get him open with his huge nose and got fucking smoked. We have already agreed that it was bulbous. He got fucking, he, he set a hard screen. And now, granted, I'm sure there's a lot of adrenaline in that situation, which probably helped. But when this play is called, like, he was very clearly supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe to draw, I'm, I'm assuming everybody thought Booker was going to get the ball in the inbound pass. Mm-hmm. For him to be like, all right, you know what, fuck it, I'll do it. Credit to him, because I'm sure that motherfucker hurt. Threw up an oop with .8. And Aiton, who... Very, he should he should be getting slight consideration for fucking MVP of this series right now. The yeah. dude is fucking killing it. What's crazy about it is... so, And this is the other thing that I have issue with. Because the Suns had the ball with .8 seconds left when they mm-hmm. had the inbound pass. Mm-hmm. After the review, they put .7 seconds on the clock. Mm-hmm. You're telling me... But that took 0.1 second. There's no fucking way. Because it's technically not live until the player touches it to put it in. I guess, but it's it's it took so long to sort that shit out. And then, because it was a review, they can't substitute anybody. Yep. Except they tried to put a whole new fucking team out there. Because, naturally, they have no timeouts and they have fucking 1 or 0.7 seconds left. Mm-hmm. They pulled them off. And then they went through the whole thing. They put everybody for the Suns back on the floor because the ref said, hey, you can't fucking do that. Yeah. They got the right people back out there. Uh, the Clippers fucking refused. They just would. They wouldn't put Batum back out there. They wouldn't put Marcus Cousins back out there. Obviously, they wanted the right people on there. It took a solid ten minutes for the ref to tell him to put the fucking same people back on the floor and actually do it. How the fuck does it take that long? I don't know. But playoff P almost made the shot. Oh, he almost made. the he shot. He almost fucking sunk that three. That would have been holy fuck gross. That'd have been disgusting. I cannot imagine a higher high and a lower low for the Suns had that shot gone in. Dude, when he put that shit up, first when he put it up, I was like, oh my. And then I, as it started falling towards the rim, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And then right off the fucking top of the front. Yeah. I mean, fucking one centimeter more and it's money. I'm sure that went through his head last night when he made that fucking shot from half court. And warm ups, yeah. No, in the game. Oh, okay. The shot last night was into the third quarter, I, I think was it was. Asleep. I don't know. <laughs> it, they threw it in bounds, and he put up a shot. There was people all over him, and he just kind of flipped it up at half court. Drained it. Uh, fast forward, Clippers won last night, big whoop. It was fucking so boring as shit. When, that, when they had that oop to win the game, I had never been more confident the Suns were about to sweep them. Yep. I was, like, I was literally. Suns and four I was thinking Suns and four man is about to get so many offers from... Who knows what? We will, the, from the Suns. Yeah. We will pay you to sit wherever you sat every fucking game. Yes. Now, there's still hope. It's only crazy if it doesn't win work. this series and get I, the finals, well, there's Suns and four to be back on. I said Suns and five in this series, so I'm still you, alive. You did. You did. I said Suns and six, I believe. Uh, the Clippers won last night. It was fucking boring as shit. Uh, the coolest part was seeing Kawhi Leonard with his kids up in the up in the fucking box, just chilling. Big chilling. I mean, I'm, yeah. starting, to, I'm starting to like Kawhi, but... 
It was kind of weird that he was in the stands when they showed that. Yeah, I, I do think he's coming to the Lakers this offseason, so. <laughs> huh? Him and, so you, Kawhi, Steph, and Dame are coming to the Lakers this year. Huh? <laughs> I thought you knew some information over there that <laughs> no. I did not know. I'm like, whoa, no. fucking let it, let's spill the beans. <laughs> no, those are the three people that you have <sighs> proclaimed are coming to the Lakers. No, I would just like for one of the three. One of the three. Give me just one. Now, well, speaking of Damian Lillard, I got something for you. Speaking of the Lakers and needing him? to replace people. What about him? The old Caruso got into some trouble. Caruso likes to fucking roll a spliff. What is the big deal? <laughs> uh, Stay off uh, the weed. Don't quote Stephen A. on the show. We, <laughs> I, I will do not do it like Stephen A. If it's funny. Um, Caruso did get, he did. Minor he did back. get. Apparently he was trying to t- he was trying to take weed through TSA. <laughs> was well, you can't what do that. Apparently happened. <laughs> you can't do that. Um, I really hope he said at one point, "You know who I am." Uh, I don't That's think so. He doesn't strike me as one of those. But I will say hey, he's back free- against the wall. He's a free agent now, so I mean, he, he, who knows where he's going to go? Maybe I don't know. Now, I'll 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 finish the segment with that. But yes, group. So. And I've seen the fucking little uh, short videos of a white dude in prison, yeah. like doing all these moves on a prison court. And it's like Caruso is really showing these dudes up. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's funny, but there's nothing to that. Whatever. He likes weed. Big deal. Um, you want to talk about Dame real fast? Real fast? Can. So according to The Athletic, who knows how much their word means? Probably jack that's, shit. That's Shams. Is it with The Athletic? It's not right? Shams. It's, it's Jay Wick. Jay Quick, sorry. Oh. But he works for The Athletic. He says, again, this motherfucker's validity could be zero. But The Athletic's usually pretty good. There is a palpable sense of urgency coming from Lillard's camp. Yeah, I would imagine Lillard so. wants to win big, and he wants to do it right now. Keep an eye out on this. Yeah, I would imagine so. I don't think that's super big news. I mean, But I- we've never heard it come out. It's always Damien will come out to, on, with a video and be like, I'm not going nowhere. And now it's starting to be like... I still think both things can be true. I think that this is to get Portland to do something rather than... They have a good team. Like, that's the thing. What the fuck else can they do? They have a good something. team. You have to change it. Like, you have a good team, but it clearly something doesn't work. Then McCollum needs something. to be on the chopping block here. Probably. And I mean, he's already addressed it this season because apparently the rumor is that the Cavs are considering trading Kevin Love and Colin Sexton for McCollum and a accumulation of other players. I think I don't think that healthy that does Kevin healthy Kevin Love and Colin Sexton on the team coming off the bench to actually give them points from the fucking bench, which they can't get. I think that is a much bigger value than what people are, are thinking. You know what? Uh, I think it puts them in a better spot than they're in right now, but I don't think it puts them over the top to I, win the title. I, I don't know how much Kevin Love can play. I don't know if he's going to be healthy. I don't. Kevin Love is such a fucking mystery you, to me. After LeBron left, he just disappeared. If you're Portland, you don't have a choice anymore. You have to get a surefire Correct. superstar on that team, and that deal doesn't do it. You have to go get Kevin Durant because he's tired of playing with the Nets. Something something like that is going to have to happen. When the Nets blow up. What if Portland gets Kawhi? Well, then he's not going to the Lakers. <laughs> oh, that would be filthy. Oh, that would be fucking <laughs> gross, dude. Dame, McCollum, Kawhi, Nurkic. Now, I have heard some rumors that Nurkic was very unhappy with his role uh, on the team. Now, that could be addressed here once... I believe the coach has already been fired. Well, if Dame's gone, then he doesn't have to worry about his role. He can do whatever no, he wants. No, I think him and Dame work very well together. No, he was I upset do, with I do too, but that's what I'm saying. If Portland can't fix it with Dame and Dame's gone, then his issue with his role doesn't matter because they're going to go straight to him like, what do you want to do now? Because we're fucked. 
Well, I think McCollum becomes that guy at that point. Shouldn't be, but that's the highest paid player on the team who is, of course, the biggest name. Now, I guess, but he's not bigger enough than Nurkic to say, like, hey, you're still going to do whatever he tells you to. Yeah. Whatever Dame wants to do, we're doing. If McCollum wants to do something, we'll take it into consideration. Now, say, do you think this will be one possible, two uh, realistic? Uh, What if the Lakers... I don't know if Pope has any value whatsoever. No. What if they do a sign and trade with Schroeder? A sign trade with Schroeder to give them a point guard. We give Kyle Kuzma, Kyle Kuzma, Schroeder, and uh, you know what? Everybody's so fucking high on Taylor Horton Tucker. Tht Kuzma and Schroeder. And probably two first-round picks. I was going to say, if you lose Dame, you're not getting any deal that doesn't have literally picks. only Dame. Yeah, if if you're, I mean, because that would be salary matched right there. They would have to listen to it, but I mean, like I said, you're you're not. Nobody's getting that's Dame. a fair offer, right? Tht Kuz and Schroeder and two first-round picks. Probably, but you're not like they're not getting. That's a fucking haul, dude. It is a haul, and if you had somebody like Presti who's only concerned with flipping them back for other things, I guess. I think but, the, the thing that people really need to keep an eye on here, and no one's talking about it, and I think is very fucking realistic here with Brad Stevens being elevated to what he is now, is fucking Boston. Yeah. That's who people need to fucking watch for, because if yeah, you put Damian Lillard on that team... In the offseason, they will make some moves. Dude, that's a fucking problem. They'll probably be the first dominant to fall. I, I think so, too. Go to the Celtics. Look how quick they put Kemba's ass the fuck out. But for that deal to... For them to take that deal, they would have to be... Like it would have to be proposed, and it would be a long time before anything happened because they would have to go through each person. Like, what can we get from this person? Because right. they're going to flip all of those pieces to get. I don't any, think they do. Well, maybe not all of them, but the majority of them, because that, like, th- those pieces going onto the team that they have, doesn't put them in a much better situation than they're in right now. And if you're I mean, getting it gives rid them of a little him, depth, but uh, that's what I'm saying. But if you're getting rid of him, you're probably going to assume that you're not going to be in a better spot than you are right now. So you have to get picks and young guys and people that you can bring a superstar in right. to complete Kuzma, the team. Kuzma, young as fuck. THT, young as fuck. Schroeder, young. Right, but then you have nothing. If you're not, if you're going to keep all those guys, you have nothing to bring in the final piece that you're going to need. I just don't know how they do that. I, I think I mean, that would be a very good lineup. It, it's CJ an, McCollum, Kyle Kuzma, Dennis Schroeder, Nurkic. I think that would be a very good fucking roster there. I think adding McCollum to those pieces would be very nice. But, I mean... You'd probably Value be of wins. four or five seeds still that yeah. loses in the first round. Maybe. I don't know. I think getting rid of this coach is going to help him. But. I think getting rid of the coach should be the, the – that I mean, that being the first thing, and then you have to make a fucking splash. Like, mm-hmm. or, or at least give Dame a reason to believe you because he has none so far. Now, we'll cut this talk real quick because we're running out of time, but we've done a complete disservice to the Hawks and Bucks series. Correct. I went into hypotheticals without talking about actual events. Yeah. Fuck's going on over there in Atlanta? I mean, Trey Young had forty-eight points and eleven assists. They won. They did. I told you what was going to happen if they won. Can Trey do this every fucking game? <laughs> He's going to have to. I'm so tired. Bogdanovich has become fucking invisible. I'm so what tired is he doing? Of Clint Capella. No, Flex. Pella does what he needs to do. He does what he needs to do. I'm so tired of him flexing when something good happens. He has because no he muscle. Is not, he's no muscle, and he is not tough. No, like you were. You were in the right place. He's tough at the enough right to time. fight people like 
our size. <laughs> right. But, like, out there on the people, court, he's the softest, weakest person right. at all times. Right. It's it's similar to when you see somebody like Trey Young, but look at that little guy, and then he, we have to maybe him. Maybe the Lakers get him beat. Who knows? <laughs> that, that would make it. That would be perfect for me because I could fucking hate the shit out of him over there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, man, Trey Young is a fucking baller. I, I told you what was going to happen if they won. Um, all my faith went right back to the Hawks at the end of that game. <laughs> I couldn't help it. It's just so fun to watch Trey Young win. It is. That and don't get me fucking started. Easy. This is a rickety table. It's a rickety table and my spitter has no lid. Now, don't get me started. You hadn't been watching yet, but I know you've seen the video by now. I, not physically, of course, because that's just creepy, but was rock hard <laughs> when Trey Young shimmied and shot that fucking three. The I was fucking basketball-wise, not physically, but basketball-wise, I was hard <laughs> as a fucking rock. The, the fucking nuts on somebody to do that before the shot. Like it is one thing like, and he, he started off. I thought it was just going to be, because if you miss it, it you're going to get made fun of. Oh yeah. You, you'll be the meme forever. Yes. What was it? Swaggy P that shot it, shot it, turned around, shimmy, held up the three and it fucking bounced out. Yes. But, but worse, but much worse. Yes. So correct. I thought what he was going for when I was watching it was the, when Harden crossed that dude over and sit there and stared at him for entirely too long and then shot it. That's risky enough. Or like LeBron when he'll somehow make somebody miss. And then instead of just shooting when a wide open three is present, you wait until three people run over there and get one inch from your face and then you shoot it and you miss it. So, <laughs> But like that, that you're already drawing all the attention yes. to yourself when you pause and stare at him. He crossed, he took Drew Holiday's fucking soul on that step back. On that. Which is more impressive that, it was, yes. that he did it to Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is a d- defensive freak. And he crossed the fuck <sighs> out of him. And then shimmied. Now it was subtle. It was. It wasn't a Steph Curry shimmy. But not it was when you subtle. not on the replay. It wasn't like Dude, live. It was. But did not, you see Giannis freaking out in the huddle? Yes. He went over there and like did the shimmy and was like, "We're know, gonna let this fucking happen." However, a Greek accent sounds inserted here. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was bad. That was so fucking money. After I calmed down from watching, I texted that. Dakota and I was like, "Oh my fucking god! Did you just see the fucking shimmy?" <laughs> After I watched that, it just made me realize how sad I was that I didn't get to watch Lockhart shimmy mm. for Arkansas. But T's and P's, Arkansas you know. fans. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers are with uh, the Arkansas fan base. Uh, I don't know if Trey Young has this in him. I don't. Uh, Bogdanovich out. needs to get to step the fuck up. Bogdanovich, I'm calling on you, buddy. You're on the fucking hot seat. Just here. do something. Something. Because you know who's been the unsung hero so far? Fucking Gallinari. Which I do like Gallinari. Dude, I'm starting to like him too. I thought I thought he was kind of ass butter. I watch well he's having, fucking having been a prior Thunder fan. I did enjoy Yeah. That was one of the the at the time kind of an ancillary piece to one of the trades that Presty was using for picks that I was actually kind of excited about. And then we went to we went to a Thunder game and he got fucking hot, which he he can do he oh, can yes. get hot. Very Joe Ingles esque. Yes. But the whole fucking crowd was doing Speaking the, of which we didn't get to make fun of Utah enough for losing, your boy Joe Ingles is out. So yeah, fucking see ya. Anyways, yeah. go ahead. But the whole the whole crowd was doing the I know you can't see me. The uh, I don't know how else to describe it. Like the uh put your index and your middle finger. The index and pointer finger together. Nope. You the said same index finger. and pointer. Middle and index <laughs> finger together. And then 
touch them to your thumb. Just with the the and then Italian, flick your wrist back and forth. The Italian, like that's a spicy meatball. Yes, that <laughs> the whole fucking crowd was doing that. Every time he made it three, it was awesome. Gallinari has been not only hooping on folks, he's been putting down some yams. Yeah, we, he's been yamming on some folks. And it looks like he leaves the ground for all of about three inches. Well, that's all it takes. And he tugs the he, goddamn rim. That, so we were, we were, we had really good seats for that Thunder game. Shout out to Shane. Yeah, because no one wants we to fucking tickets. see that. But they played it's the Sixers. Travesty. And that was the first time that you got being to see that close. <laughs> no. Being that close that I was like, holy, these motherfuckers are huge. The first person that I saw was Ben Simmons. And I was like, Jesus Christ. 6'11. And then Embiid walks out. And then even when Gallinari walked past, I was like, God damn, these people are fucking ginormous. They're giants. Which makes point guard look tiny. Which and makes my it size. look hilarious when people are on social media talking shit to NBA players like right. they could really do something. Right. They would eat you for fucking lunch, bud. Yeah. Y'all should really leave the Twitter thumbs. Just stop. Just fucking quit. Because if you run into these players, you know what you're going to do? You're going to look for something for them to sign. So shut <laughs> the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, it's just like J. Cole says. Yeah. If you're broke, clowning on a millionaire, the joke is on you. Fucking fact. By the way, that J. Cole album is fucking fire. I am pissed that he's going on tour and he's not going to be anywhere near us. I was hoping at least Kansas City, maybe Oklahoma City, maybe even Little Rock. It surprised maybe. me you won't be in Kansas City. That's usually one place right. you get big people. And nothing. Nothing. J. Cole, come on, man. The the Some of us here in the South want to we want to fucking see J. Cole. And I can't. I can't yeah. fucking see him. Come to the amp. We got all kinds of shit pop boys. We got NF coming to the amp. We Future got Trippy coming. Red coming to, the, coming to the amp. We got Future coming to the amp. <laughs> Fellas. I'm going to, I think we have tickets to four concerts right now, and I have to get a few more. Oh, I'm getting tickets to the NF concert. I would like to go to the Future concert. That thing starts at three, though. Not the point. Off the air topic. Yep, that's off. We're, we, we, you know, we're, we're going to find out if Trey Young can keep doing it because the game just started. So, And the uh, uh, you know what my pick is? He can. Oh, he can do it. He can, I know he can. Yeah, we've also seen some very streaky moments. Will he, though? Also, the last thing I'll I'll put in, another rumor. Uh, people are saying to keep a close eye on Ben Simmons going to Golden State. I, that's my last thing I wanted to touch on, and boy, that would be fucking gross. Instantly, that- I'm like, Ben Simmons' trade value is the lowest I've ever think it could ever reach. And then you hear the words Golden State, and you there's think, not oh, a team God. That I, can think, I tried to think about this when I saw it. I saw it right before I came Dude, over here. Dude, that's perfect. The, the, you could not put him on a team that would benefit them more. Benefit what, both fucking what sides. Is, what is the, yeah, because he doesn't have to score. Nope. And what is the one thing that has always burned Golden State in Defense. the finals? Is Defense. You expose Steph Curry. Yes. Yeah, I mean, Clay Thompson and Ben Simmons on defense. And Draymond Green on defense be, is still fucking good. Assuming he's not fouled out or ejected. And hopefully that the, the young dude they had at center that they drafted like third or fourth this last year, he's, he got hurt. Boy. He got hurt and apparently was a defensive liability according to the stats. Hopefully he comes on a little bit. Dude, that would be fucking filthy. I don't know what you would have to do to get him. Everyone's talking about Kelly Oubre. That's who everybody wants for some reason. Kelly Oubre is a hot deal. Deal. So you deal. give him Kelly Oubre. You give him. Uh, if, you know, if they if the fucking Sixers, if Andrew Barbosa was would just sign a one year contract so they can push him too. That's if fine. the Sixers fuck around and say, hey, we know you want Ben Simmons, but we'd like Kelly Oubre. He's on his way. Yep. See you fucking he's later. Route. He he's practically already there. Just tell Ben Simmons, don't even pack his <laughs> shit. We'll buy him new shit. That would be that would be fucking disgusting. Oof. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Ben Simmons, Draymond Green, 
Oh, you know what they would do? They'd move Wiggins. They'd move Wiggins and Ubre. You think they would yeah, keep yeah. Wiseman? Yeah, they'd keep Wiseman for sure. Well, I know they would want to, but you don't think that Well, you're not getting you're not getting Wiggins, Ubre and you're going to get either Wiggins or Ubre. It's one or the other. You you're not getting both of those dudes. Well, if they if they could get I mean, this salary match-wise, it's Wiggins. You're going to have big, to move Wiggins. Big picture. Ooh. You're going to lose, but I think Wiggins the, and Ubre. The best Move you can feel about it, yeah, is if you get both of them. I mean, I think the Sixers benefit getting Wiggins and Ubre, and I also think, I mean, both sides win. The Sixers get I, people who can score. There's not a lot of trade rumors that happen that instantly. Like, how have I never thought about that? And God, that would be gross. But as soon as I saw it, it was just I had no words. I was like, oh fuck, yeah. That's fucking disgusting. That would be devastating. Golden State goes right back to the top. Because Ben Simmons can score whenever there's some, like, legit shooting threats around. He can. Yeah, and there's going to be no one. Alley-oop, alley-oop, alley-oop. Like, they're they're not going to be leaving him open at three. They may be leaving him open at the fucking elbow. Because you have way too many priorities when you're playing Golden State on defense. Dude, imagine the pick and roll with that. Imagine how smart Steve Kerr could be with him. Dude, that's scary. It's real bad. Logically, that makes the most sense, and I would love to see that because I, I would. Want, I want I the Warriors to be good again. I I don't dislike Ben Simmons. I just just like the I'm amount also of hype seeing, that he gets. I'm also seeing rumors that LeBron might go to Golden State. So, <laughs> <laughs> so recap here: Dame, Steph, and Kawhi are going to the Lakers. No, but LeBron and Ben Simmons are going. Well, it just to depends. Golden State. It just depends on what you know. We're gonna we're playing it out. Oh, you okay, know. we'll see what happens. All right, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see you the next time. We'll see y'all on Monday. Hope y'all enjoyed the show. Go, of course, like our social media. Share us. Spread the word. Uh, stay tuned for the hat. And if the Hawks win tonight, they're winning the series. I said it. Bingo. I said something last. Can't break it 12. <laughs> All right, y'all. Goodbye. <laughs>